Welcome to Wellspring, a spoken word podcast to pour out gospel truth into the hearts and minds of Christians and empower them to live it out. The theme of season one is contrary. We'll be looking at how the gospel compels us to live contrary to popular opinion, no matter the earthly consequences, no matter the discomfort, no matter the cultural pushback, because Jesus is worth it. Today's word is a testimony aimed at giving you a glimpse into my life, my story, or as Jesus has revealed to me through the years, is not my story at all. This is Wellspring. When I think about my story, I don't quite know what to say. I pause and wonder. I look over and under the things that happen in my day to day, the past that has made me this way. There is no jaw dropping transformation waiting in my yesterdays to bring out oohs and ahs in people, to shock and challenge, to stir up a fire, to inspire anything. I grew up in a Christian home with parents who cherished me and taught me to sing, Jesus loves me, this I know. I don't even remember the moment, that change in your heart when you know it, that you were a sinner deserving the grave, but by Jesus' love and grace, you have been saved. It wasn't a moment. It was just step by step days, weeks months, years of walking this way, of seeking and falling, of breaking and healing, of trusting and doubting, of rarely seeing but always knowing, of not always feeling but trying to step forward to keep going anyway. There's this monotony that weighs on me, that makes me feel insignificantly plain, that makes my story seem, well, not worth saying. But just when I get to that point, that place of self-pity for the lack of glory within my personal story, I stop and remember, it's not about my story anymore. I was adopted into a different one. And the story I'm a part of now is more glorious and scandalous and jaw-dropping than anything I could conjure up on my own. A day in my story, when I wake up, go to work, and things in between could be exciting. But a day in God's story, when I wake up, go to work, and things in between is another day of victory of the creator of the universe loving me, of a chance for me to enter into war for the hearts of the lost around me, of learning over and over what it means to not deserve but still receive grace. I breathe. And it's not just air that fills me, it's joy and peace because he rescued me. And that little girl who sang Jesus Loves Me, who decided to follow him when she was only three, understood something it's taken me a lot of years to grasp. It's not what I know. It's not what I'm good at. It's not what I've done. It's just that I am a child of the King. That's why he loves me. But this is hard to believe because we live in a world that tells us as we grow up, we have to earn things, that our value comes from what we do and who we are is based on our occupation instead of our state of salvation. That's why accepting grace does not come naturally. And every day is a fight to remember it's free. 
and the actions supposedly required of me as a Christian of praying and reading my Bible diligently, of tithing and loving others unconditionally, of serving and speaking truth unashamedly are not duties carried out in order to please God. They're a response to knowing His pleasure existed first, not what I'd done. But there's no excuse for faith without deeds. They are one, you see, because if I just believe, it's only a thought. But faith is an action that grace stirs in me. I choose this life not out of obligation, but out of necessity. I need to walk toward Jesus, with Jesus, for Jesus, because His grace makes me me. And I don't need a jaw-dropping event to make my story worth saying. Because what could be more worthy than a God who loved a little girl? and gave his own child to die in place of her. And with his death, her sins died too. And when he rose, she was born anew. And as he reigns, she claims his victory over sin and shame. And she lives with a faith, hope, and love beyond this world so that they'll look and see it's not her story. And I'm so glad because when I breathe my last, her story truly begins Eternity waits for those who accept and live in His grace. So I claim that story now and always. I was inspired to write this spoken word when asked to give a 10-minute testimony at my church. I was stumped because my story seemed so boring. Then God convicted me of this distortion of the truth. Because the truth is, the thing that makes my life remarkable doesn't have to do with me or what I've been through. What makes me truly remarkable is who saved me, Jesus Christ, and the power that now lives in me through the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. This is my story. And if you claim Christ, this is your story. So if the world tells you you're not interesting enough or edgy enough, or on the other end of the spectrum, that you have too much baggage or that you're too edgy. Reject the lie. You are a new creation whose identity rests solely in Christ. Your story, which is actually His story, is worth saying. In fact, you are commanded to say it, to share the good news of this gospel to the ends of the earth. Today's episode was created and produced by Allison Womack. For more resources on how to live out your faith, please visit wellspringcreative.org. For a list of references and scriptures used in today's episode, see the show notes. Until next time, go in the good of the gospel.